Welcome to Behind the Table, produced by Ryko Theatricals. We take an in-depth look at the creative process and the creators behind it. We are flipping the audition table to be more inclusive to new stories that deserve to take their rightful place behind the table. Our show airs every Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern on our social media, at Ryko Theatricals. Now please welcome our host, Sherry Nell Thompson. A few weeks ago, we spoke to Dr. Gabrielle Francis about taking care of your health and wellness, whether you're one of her rock star clients or just living a hectic lifestyle. This week, we're bringing it back to health because, well, it's important to me and that we talk about the space that we're in and taking care of ourselves physically, emotionally, and mentally. It's more important than ever. So often we forget to put gas in the tank or in the rush of life, we don't get to just sit and really think about what it is we really want out of our lives. So tonight, we're going to do it. Hello and welcome to Behind the Table Process and the creators behind it. I'm Sherry Nell Thompson, your host, and tonight we're going to be having a conversation with journalist, best-selling author, and public and motivational speaker, Francisca Arbelaez. She's going to help us fix our lives. Just kidding. Um, she's created a methodology that helps you out of a rut. And not only has she been really clever about it by likening the transformation process to cleaning out your closet, but she also believes that you should take a break and find answers in a stillness. She's amazing, and she's also one of my best friends. So without any more ado, let's just bring her on in. Francie, come on in. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Excellent. We are actually live, just so you know. <laughs> we had a bit of a snafu earlier, but that's okay. We're live, and we're kicking and ready to go. Um, I know you're a really busy woman, and I am so happy that you took the time to come and have this conversation with me. It's important, so let's talk about it. But first, I want to give you a little bit of background, a little Francie lesson, history in Francie. You're currently living in Bogota, where you started your career as a journalist, doing the news in English on RCN. You starred in Fab Fran, a web series. You were starring in the show Football y Tacón. You wrote a book, and then you started doing public and motivational speaking. Did you always want to do something like this? Or, you know, when you were a little girl, did you dream about this? Or was it something that you came about? Tell me how little baby Francie got into this world. No, actually, no. I just, you know, reinventing ourselves is a huge word right now in the middle of this pandemic. And I think that I, that's exactly what I had to do through my whole career, through my whole life. Because like you said, I was a journalist for a very long time and I just, I couldn't, you know, I, I love to communicate. I love to, you know, to talk to people, to know about themselves, to know about them, their, their feelings. But I was just very sad when I, when I get to, you know, communicate bad news and, mm -hmm. It was a very, very, very long process of like self-discovering and really a lot of analyzing my life and my history, my background, 
um, and just understand what is it that I really wanted to do. But it was quite a process. I mean, it was not something that just came to me at an early age. It was something that has evolved with the time. And now it's completely different because I'm at a point where I feel that I just, you know, I love what I'm doing, but it was not easy to be honest with you. You know, it's interesting that you talk about evolution. It's so true. We we sort of, when we get an idea of what we want, it's never like exactly what we think it's going to be. So it's very interesting that you said that it does evolve. And it's okay that your your career aspirations evolve. I want to talk a little bit about social media because social media, you know, some, some would say is like the bane of all that is wrong in the world. And I know like I might have agreed with that before until I was stuck in my house for six months straight. Um, <laughs> so um, continuing like to create um, outside of my home was a very occasional thing. So I was really into social media because it helped me to like communicate with people, reach out to people that I wouldn't have been able to reach out to. Um, so I can say for sure that it can be a very negative and toxic place with comments from strangers, especially when it comes to certain topics like, you know, people get into random fights online about racism, politics, gender inequality, just to name a few. Um, you know, people have a say on how other people who they don't even know live their lives. Um, and then some who they know. How do you deal like yourself and especially in a career in the public eye with critics? Like not just in your life, but also how do you drown out, in addition to that, how do you drown out the negativity from social media trolls and whatnot? Well, you have to be very careful. You know, social media can be great. It can be amazing. It can totally boost your business or your brand or whatever it is that you want to sell. Um, it can actually give, you know, people can hear your voice and that sounds amazing. But at the same time, you have to be very careful because there's another side of social media, which is fake news, which is people giving comments and not really knowing about topics. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of misinformation there and you really have to be careful, especially at this time. But how I deal with it right now is that um, a very wise mentor told me once, if you open that door, meaning my my personal life, if you open that door, then you have to keep on opening doors that you might not want to, you know, open and then you don't know how you're going to close them. So mm. at the beginning of all this process, since I was in self-discovery and I still am, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a work in progress. Um, but at the beginning, I was very, you know, I was opening a lot about my own personal life and my own personal struggles. And that was very good because it was kind of like the beginning of, of everything. But since time evolved and I evolved to, I rather put my work out there, you know, I rather mm -hmm. put things that I know that, that are very serious for me, like mental illness, like, you know, like how are we living in the middle of this pandemic or mental health, how everything, you know, so I just, I decided that I just wanted to put my professional life out there. And when negative comments come, I had this horrendous comment uh, last week. And to be honest with you, it was very harsh, like mm. really, really harsh. But you have to understand who you are at the end of the day. And you have to understand what you stand for and what you believe, you know. And I know what I'm doing here. And I know that that my core values are aligned with who I am as a human being and are very aligned with my brand, too. So, you know, it was a, a bad moment, but it was not a bad day. And it's definitely not a bad life. 
Mm, I love that. You know, it's so interesting that the words that you use, because I was thinking about those words today when I was thinking about talking to you and I was like, what should I talk about? I, I really want to talk about aligning. And that was one thing that came into my mind. Like I wanted to align, you know, talk about how to align your career goals and aspirations with like, not only with what makes you happy, but like with the change that you want to see in the world. So it's really interesting that you brought that up. And yes, I, I totally hear what you're saying about being online and being very careful, selective, not fearful, but just selective about what you choose to share with people. Because, you know, after you put it out there, then it's just out there. <laughs> I can say as I've gotten older, it's definitely, I've definitely taken taken a beat before I decided to put stuff out there and decide like, this is what I want to represent me. Um, Speaking of taking a beat, um, I want to talk a little bit about contemplation. Um, we talked the other day about sitting still and you, uh, sorry, just looking at the comments. Um, and you said that, you said something that really kind of stayed with me. You said taking a break is necessary. And I don't know if you remember saying that, but like, will you talk about why you think taking a break is absolutely necessary? Um, I always need a reminder of it myself because I'm always like trying to get stuff done, you know? So I suspect other people will probably need to hear this too. So tell us your philosophy on taking a break. We're always on the go. We always want to be like super productive. We always want to be the best. We're like super competitive. We're in a very competitive world. Uh, the, the, the last year have been like really about like cows and, you know, it's, there's a lot going on and we really don't get enough time and we don't make sure also that we put on our schedule time for ourselves. And, but when I mean time, I mean real time, you know, time to think about nothing time to see a cloud, time to just, you know, to enjoy the view, to just literally enjoy the view. Sometimes we're just like in front of our computers, like 24 seven, you know, or like 12 hours a day. And that's good. I mean, that's the kind of work that we want to put there. And we are like, you know, most of the time we're like hustling, but then we forget about contemplation. We forget about, you know, where we get our inspirations as creative people we need to get inspired. We need to put fuel into literally into our bodies. And this means good food, but it also means like seeing something that takes your breath away, you know, that you just look at it and you're just like, oh my God, this life is so, it's so good. It's, it's, it's meant to be enjoyable. And we forget about the ride, you know, we just like all about destination and we just forget about the life, you know, to just really leave because we are, 24 seven also like, you know, just like connected to social media and we forget mm -hmm. what a real, real, true, real life is. And at the end of the mm -hmm. day, we go with ourselves, and we know if we're happy or we're not, you know, and, and it's very scary too, because when you're like contemplating and you're just not really doing anything, you're also thinking about yourself. You're also, you know, asking the very important questions or like, it can sound very easy, but they are, are very profound. Like, am I happy? Am I, do mm. I really enjoy and truly enjoy this career? Dude, am I getting paid the way I want to get paid? Like, am, am I with a partner that I that I dream of? Like, is this the life that I envision? Am I eating the right food for, you know, for, the t for my type of body? Mm. So when you go into this contemplation mode, you go into inspiration mode. And when you inspire, you create. And we just totally forget about that. We get it the reverse. You know, we're just like all about productivity. 
and then we get burnout. And burnout mm -hmm. right now is super easy because we're working from home and then mm -hmm. we have so many things to do and then we just completely forget about everything. And we're just, we're like, oh my God, I'm so not inspired. I'm so exhausted. I have drank like maybe five, seven cup of coffee. And that's just the, that's just the, the, you just, you just go, you know, your body is just like something is not working and you just move on and move on and move on until something happens. And then you're like, I have to change. Oof. Deep truth. Mic drops today with Francie. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. All of those questions. Uh, it's really important to just sit down and ask yourself, where am I? Am I good? Do I need a break? So all of that, all of that. Speaking of truth, uh, let's talk about this book. It's this book here. Um, Limpiar, cerrar y desechar. This is Francie's book. It is in Spanish. And hopefully we'll get a translation, a translated version of it one of these days. Um, basically, it's uh, the methodology that Francie has come up with. It's called LCD method. Um, I would like for you to explain. I know what it means, but I'd like for you to explain what limpiar, cerrar y desechar means in English. Um, and then I... I'd like to talk a little bit about like my favorite chapter, which was called Haz lo que te haga feliz, which is exactly what you were just talking about in, in a way. Um, it just means do what makes you happy, mostly because everybody should be able to do what makes them happy, but not everybody knows actually what makes them happy. Um, yeah. So behind the question of am I happy, then like if I'm not or if I am, what it drives me. What is making me happy? What mm -hmm. makes me tick? A lot of people just don't know. So you, you kind of asked yourself that too. And you went on this journey to find out. And that's why I like that chapter. Cause it was like, kind of like ups and downs. And then talking to wise people who were like giving you good advice. And you were like, that's BS. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, tell me what you found out and tell me what LCD is the title of the book and tell me about that journey. And just to make it clear, like do what makes you happy, like you need a strategy. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to like throw everything away and just fly to Puerto Rico or right. just fly to, you know, because when we are kaput or we, we, we're not kaput, when we feel that something is going like, something. wrong with ourselves or we're mm -hmm. alive, what we want to do is we want to leave everything behind and we just want to go. We just like fly away. So to be, you know, to just follow your heart per se is comes with a strategy. It doesn't come, it doesn't come at any cost. You know, it has a cost, mm. like, you know, mentally, emotionally, you know. Uh, so just to make it, you know, clear, because sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow my heart. And <laughs> what should I do? Like, how, how can I pay my rent? You know, right. how can I make this, you know, affordable. But uh, my methodology basically came in a point in my life that I was just very confused about what it is that I had to do. I went to all of these personal development seminars and I was like, I don't know what, to do, what I want to do with my life. I don't know what I want to create, but I keep on going to these personal development seminars. And at the same time, I was like, I don't know if personal development really works because, you know, people tell you to take action, action, create a reaction. You do need to, you know, take this action in order to have a transformation, but I was like, I don't even know where I'm going. So how can I actually have clarity? Mm -hmm. Clarity is so important because clarity is power in your life. 
in your relationship, in your finances, with your friendships, you know? So I created this methodology and it's called Limpiar, Cerrar y Desechar. The book is Un Antimanual para Despertar tu Flow. In English, the translation is to clean, to close, and to discard. And basically to clean is thinking about your head like you think about your house. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, is this clean? Like what's what's going on here? Like it, just be very curious about is my head clean? Like what's going on in my head? Because you have so many thoughts, so many thoughts per day. You yeah. have among 60 and 70,000 thoughts per day. And from those thoughts, you have 90% that are exactly the same. So you basically thought about the same about yesterday, about you know last week and last year. And you come with these thoughts and you're like, I'm gonna create something new. But if mm -hmm. nothing changes, then nothing changes. So you really have to take a close look at your head and be like, what's going on here? Like very mm -hmm. curious you know, with yourself. That's like the first part. The second part is to close. And to close is to have conversations that are so important and we just completely forget. We want to create a new future with something that is ruined. So we just want to create a new relationship and we haven't even, you know, say goodbye to our last relationship. Mm. And that's a formula for cows. So we need to close our past. And the only way we can close our past is to talk about our past, to heal mm. our past. You know, sometimes we think that we have to change our life. We just have to, you know, organize our life. So when we close, mm. we make sure that we have those conversations are super important in order to recover energy. And with our energy, we can create our life purpose. We can create our vision. We can help other people. We can inspire other people. And the last part of the methodology is disclose. And we disclose is basically to just like throw, literally throw things away. And it's the same thing with the house, you know, you're like, oh my God, this house is chaotic. The trash needs to go away. And the same thing needs to happen in your head. You have so many beliefs mm -hmm. that are just like so limited that are just not true. And you've yep. been all of your life, you've been going around with this limiting belief, trying to create something different. Right. So it's like, okay, I need to literally go and put all of this like stuff that, I, that is not working for me in the trash can. And so when I started doing this with my life and with every area of my life, I definitely started to see a change. And it was it was it was a long process and mm -hmm. it's still a long process. But then I started to talk about it with, you know, my clients. And then I started to do my my biggest conference right now. It's called LCD. And people were like, This this really works, you know, yeah. because maybe for the first time you put a light on yourself. And you start to be honest with yourself and what it is that is not working in my life and what mm -hmm. do I have to discard, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I mean, so much of you said resonates really, really well with me, uh, mostly because that's something that I've been practicing that I've lived for many, many years with very limiting beliefs about myself, the narrative that you tell yourself, the thoughts that you entertain you know, they pay rent in your head and you believe those thoughts. So it's really important to go through them just like your closet. And I also remember when, I don't know if this is when you started to think about this LCD, but when you worked with me and you were like, let's clean out your closet. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And you were like, you got to get this stuff out. Do you use this stuff? It doesn't serve you at all. And you're just holding on to it. And it was like the beginnings of that you know, sort of idea. So I'd like to say that I was absolutely the guinea pig uh, that was the catalyst for this book. 
You're welcome. <laughs> um, listen, I want to go deeper into the methodology in a few minutes. And we do have a couple of questions going on and comments that I'm going to read in a few minutes. But first, let's take a beat because we're going to hear from one of our sponsors, the hashtag Broadway World Record Challenge. This challenge has been extended. The deadline has been extended to May so that we can get this world record going. So just take a listen and we'll be right back. I drink champagne with kings and queens, the politicians praise my name. But those were someone else's dreams, the pitfalls of what I became. For years and years, I chased their tears, the crazy speed of always needing more. But then I stopped and see you And that was the hashtag Broadway World Record Challenge. The goal is simple, to break the Guinness World Record title and help the actors fund. We need to collect 5,000 clips of From Now On from The Greatest Showman to break the record and save the Broadway industry, which has been shut down since March 12, 2020. In your, in your video, challenge four of your friends to participate and help break the record. Um, I really want to talk to a couple of the people on here. Some people are saying hi, just like their little comments. Hello, interesting guest. Hi, Carmen, Mama Carm. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Gabrielle. Hi, I like you all. <laughs> Watch him. Okay. Um, oh, Janice Thompson. I think you know who she is. That's my mom. Yeah. Hey, mom. She said, How did Miss Arvelias move from television? To being an author and a counselor so i know that you're doing you have your own coaching you do some you do some coaching right or do you do just motivational speaking and public speaking public speaking i okay, don't do how go okay she doesn't do one-on-one -on -one, so please don't don't contact <laughs> me about that okay no but how did you go from you know doing tv uh talking you know and i know you said the negativity was a problem um delivering negative news but how did you go from there to writing a book I don't think you ever stop being a journalist, to be honest with you. You know, it's something that, you know, you, you learn is in your core. It will always be there. And it's something that have actually helped me to, you know, have the career that I have, because in order for me to speak to a lot of people, and especially now in the middle of this pandemic, that I have to do it from, you know, from my house and have my conferences from here, it was definitely a very good thing to be on TV before. So it's something that is always going to be there. But the transition basically is um, for me to understand what my core value was and mm -hmm. what it is that I wanted to bring to the world and what I, I wanted to say to the world. And it was very unique for me, you know, and so that's why I wrote the book and that's why I've been having all this transition. But I don't think it's something that you forget about it and you never put it out. You know, it's like a box that you just always open it and that you are like, okay, where are my talents? How how can I inspire people with with what I have? And mm. it's 
it's been a it's been a because I, I was in TV for eight years. So it's something that is always going to be, you know, there. It's always going to be part of my life. Right. So you just like sometimes you open that box and you have like maybe, you know, 10 skill sets that you learned from being on TV and you apply them to writing, public speaking, all of that jazz. Am I yeah. right? Okay. And, and in creating the brand and, you know, you as a creator, you know, there, there's so many things behind. It's not just like, mm-hmm. you know, the conference is what goes behind the conference is about lighting is about, you know, how, how to write to, you know, to the people in order to get the most impact is about, there's so many things and we're actually launching a product like very soon. So there's so many things that come into consideration where you're talking, when you are, when you are in public speaking Mm-hmm. Um, and the more talents you have per se, the better it is. Right. Obviously I, I can imagine that it's a better, it's a better speech if you have more skill sets that you can use, um, and employ, um, a couple of more, let me just go through a couple more and then we'll keep going. Wow. Thinking of your head, like your house. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All I can say is, wow, that's good thinking. Translate the book so I can buy it. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I agree with Carmen. Okay. Excellent. Cool. So we'll go back to comments later, but in the meantime, I want to talk behind, talk about the methodology behind clean clothes and discard. So you did a talk last week with my company, Shift Dance Arts and Media. And, um, you talked about finding truth, happiness, fulfillment. And I think we should talk about it here too. Um, I found that BC, I call it BC, this is not biblical term, this is before COVID, okay? BC, I was trying to, you know, put on shows, working all the time to make money, very, very much caught in a loop that I was never really getting out of. Um, and, and it was, and I wasn't going in the direction that I wanted to go. So it was just like in a loop, like a little, you know, hamster wheel. At this point, I can say, I am very changed like from BC to now. Um, Just the way that even I create, like there's no back to normal for me. I'm just, I feel like I went through a transformation. Um, And I, you know, you talked about like personal development and fulfillment. Uh, We talked, particularly we did talk a, a little bit about like finances and stuff and how, how it's like more like energy than anything else. Um, so if you feel like it, you can talk about that or you can tell me about your ideas about personal development and fulfillment that you think could help people like me that are artists um, as well as anyone else listening. Because clearly people are like, I want to buy the book. So it's more than just artists that are listening and that want this kind of advice. Well, you definitely have to find your truth, you know, what it is that is true for you, what it is that resonates with you. And that's not always easy, to be honest with you. You know, when we talk about personal development, it's very, it's very lonely, you know. It's a process where you go with yourself and you just know, you know if you're living your truth. And in most cases, it hurts a lot, you know, because the answer is maybe not. Maybe I'm hanging around with this person and I know he's not the right person, but I've been with this person for the, for the past 10 years, but I know that's not the right person for me. Mm-hmm. I'm in this job that I know this is not the right thing for me. It's a lot of decision-making too. And we forget that this, the most important decisions are the decisions that we have to take with ourselves 
And there's no one in the world that can actually take those decisions because your mom loves you a lot. Your dad might love you a lot too, your siblings, but you are the only person responsible for your life. So the question is, how do you want to live your life? Mm. What is that is true for you? What do you want to put out in the world? And in the world when we want to be rich and famous in like five minutes and it's not the case and it's not true because we need to spend so much. And what I mean so much is so much time with something that you want to do. I mean, thinking about it, thinking in the shower, you know, just talking to friends about it, just putting it out there, just being strong for criticism. You know, most of the people might not like it too. So it's a lot, it takes a lot and it takes a lot of courage to just be yourself, be your authentic self. And that's not something that comes easy. And it's something that you have to think about it as every day. Like, what is it that I want to put out there? Like every day, what is it? How do I feel right now? Because honestly, too, some days you're not the best you, you know, some days you just not productive enough. Some days you you just don't feel like it. And that's part of the journey, you know, and we also talk about like, you know, your light and your shadow too. You love your light. You love this part of you that is just like outgoing maybe or that is just like, you know, hang out with friends. But then you also have this dark side, this side that you might not like too much. And you are part of this light. I mean, that that darkness is within you. So you also have to accept that. Yeah. And so the question is, what is it that you want to create? And then start from there because Honestly, too, we're just pouring to every direction right now. I mean, you open social media and you're like, I don't know, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Like there's so many things happening. So it's just like find a a space for yourself, shut down everything and think about what is it one thing that I want to put outside? Because we normally want to put 25 things outside. And, you know, that's that's amazing. But start with one thing. So start very slow, you know, Mm -hmm. make that process. It is a process. It is a process. Yeah. I think, do you think sometimes during that process that you create, you talked about chaos a lot. Do you think that like in the process of like going through the chaos that you sort of create more chaos and then after that you get clear? Cause that's how I feel. Like, I don't want to go into that closet, pull out all that stuff. It's going to make a big mess. And like, then I have to go through it and organize it. Then I have to, you know, find somewhere to throw it out. Like it's, it's a lot. And I, I guess like, it's kind of an excuse to not do it, but um, do you feel like you have to kind of get through the thick of it first? And then after that, you'll start to see like the light at the end of the tunnel. You can do whatever you want. You know, there's not like, it's like, how do I do spaghetti? You know, like there, you, you can find a million ways to do spaghettis. The truth is, what is the truth for you? What is something that feels okay with you? And, it, and, and, and there's something here very, very important, and it's purpose. You need to find a purpose so strong, so mm-hmm. strong, that you want to go to your closet and be like, this is chaotic. I know it is. This feels horrible, but I'm going to do it because I have a really, really, truly strong purpose. If you ask me, my purpose in life is to live an extraordinary life. And to live an extraordinary life, I will need every part of my life to function. I mean, my relationship, mm-hmm. my money, my partner, my everything. And 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 it's it's quite like a balance, you know. But 
you need to find something that really resonates with you and wakes you up in the morning. If you have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, you have to find a reason why you're going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Otherwise, you're going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning for one week and then you completely forget it, you know, and <laughs> we, the most of the time that's what happens. So find right. something that is really, really true for you, you know, that it really resonates and you need time for that. You need to sit down, you need to go to a park, you know, you need to really be very aware of who you are at this point in time and have a real conversation with you and be like, what what it is that I want to do, you know, mm -hmm. what resonates with me and find that purpose and stick to that purpose and just push and push and push. And you'll see something happen when you take action and you go through that. But it's mm -hmm. a very different process for every person. Okay. So instead of setting goals, you believe that you should find a purpose and then set the goals. I never, I never, I never have goals to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. I never have goals because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to burn out. You know, I had that feeling before. I know what it is to be burnout and it's not something that I want to go back to. Mm. And I know I need for what I do. And we're so different. We all are for, but for what I do, I need to rest a lot. Okay. I need to sleep. You know, I need mm -hmm. to, you know, right now I'm really taking care of my, you know, I'm vegan right now. So I'm really taking care of the food. Uh, there's so many things involved that you don't see, yeah. you know, and, and, and you shouldn't see because you see the end result. Mm. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to put myself in a position of, you know, I have dreams and aspirations, of course. And I, yeah. there's so many things and so many people that I want to impact with the work. But I'm, I'm very honest with myself too. If I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of anybody else. And that's a tr honest, honest, true for me. So sometimes I'm like, I, I really need a break and, and I need to go to contemplation. I really need to <laughs> buy a plant and take care of a little plant. I, there's so many things that I feel that, that, that we should do in order to feel, you know, strong and motivated. It's mm -hmm. not humanly possible to keep on going. It's wow. not, we need to stop. We need to stop and we need to, really take a good look at what it is that we're doing and why we're doing it. Wow, that's uh, pretty fitting. Um, I love everything that you have to say. Um, I do have a couple more questions in the little comment section, so we'll go to that. But first, speaking of taking a break, we're gonna take a break and just hear from our sponsors. Ryko Theatricals produces this show and six other podcasts. And if you wanna know, this is how we get the opportunity to get paid here. The more listeners and watchers, the more we get to stay on air. So listen up. If you subscribe to Ryko Theatricals, you get access to six podcasts on our channel. And I just love the overflow. It's hosted by Jen Olivares and James Roberts IV. It comes on at 1 p.m. every Wednesday, and it is live, authentic people, artists with perspectives that are so interesting and at the same time grounding. They talk about the issues that we push down until they bubble up and just overflow. So check us out, subscribe, and rate us on YouTube at Ryko Theatricals or on Spotify or Apple. Rate us and like us wherever you find your podcasts. The more you interact, the more support we get. And if you just want to bless us, you can also do that by going to Ryko.org click support, and you can hook us up right on Venmo. So I, we're going we're gonna to wind down soon, but before we do, I'm trying to get like at least one more question in here. Let's see here. 
What are the trigger signs that tell us we need to clean out the closet and do a self-assessment? Well, when you were like, enough is enough. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when you, you hit the wall. <laughs> we all had that experience where you work anywhere in, the, in a relationship and you're like, I can't do this anymore, you know? And you just wake up with your life and you're like, this is enough, you know? Right. And enough is enough and it's time to start cleaning. It's time to start cleaning. Where can we get your book? I know that we can get it on Amazon. Um, I have my own copy, so get your own, not giving it to you. Where can we get this book? You can find it on my website and you can actually buy it in the States too. You go to www.franciscarbelaez.com and you can choose if you, buy, if you want to buy it in Colombia or in the States. Now, do you think you'll be able to do a translation of it? Because like, I think, you know, in English it would really really sell I, I'm sure I could get some people to, to read it <laughs> I would love to I would love to that's definitely not a goal but something not a goal but something goal, that you that you're interested something. in pursuing listen when you do uh let me know and then I will let everybody who watches my little podcast know um where can we find you so I have a, a show. It's called Hablando con Francisca. We have a season, the newest season coming up. I'm very excited about that. Uh, so on Spotify, you can find me at um, Hablando con Francisca. But also in every social media, I am like at Francisca Arbelaez. And you can see that right there below. It's um, at Francisca Arbelaez. And then the website is right beside that, franciscaarbelaez.com. Yes. Um, hindsight is 2020. The gag is that 2020 is behind us. So it is in hindsight. And so I love asking people this question. What have you learned that you look back in hindsight that you could tell someone as advice? Like, you know, years ago, I didn't know this, but now I do. You got it. I mean, you know, you got it. You, you got it. it. You got it. You got, you got it and you always had it. Yeah. Hashtag no goals, all dreams. All right. Um, like what about, I know you do a lot of conferences with a lot of people and it, do you have any memorable um, stories doing a conference or where you went to a conference, either one? I had the stories that I, you know, in my conference are, are sad, but are also, you know, full of light as well, because it's amazing to see people's life. I wouldn't say transform, but just to have that aha moment where you're like, oh my God, this is what I have to do. And everything start with like being conscious. This is what I need to clean. This is what I need to close. This is what I need to discard. So it's always amazing for me to see how people you know, start to think about themselves and their life like, oh my God, I only have one life. This is mm. the only life that I'm going to have. So <laughs> I might as well start to do some changes in order to live the life that I believe, I mean, they, they believe that are completely honest to mm -hmm. who they are. And that's always amazing. Yeah. I guess you get to watch a lot of transformation when you go to these sort of conferences and speak. Um, what about, I've been asking this to a lot of people lately, if you could have a dinner party with anybody in the world and you can just invite anybody you want, dead or alive, I mean, obviously besides me, <laughs> but uh, dead or alive, who would you have at your dinner party? I will have Amanda Gorman. I will have Ooh. Michelle and Barack Obama. Yes. Um, I will have Oprah. 
And uh, yeah, I'm on. Okay, well, then I definitely have to be there. (laughs) Yes, definitely have to be there. But I just think with everything that's going on in the world, we need to, you know, we need to learn about ethics. We need to learn about, you know, what it is to have not only a good life, but a life that impacts other people. And when you are happy with your own life, you definitely want to impact other people's life. So I would love to have that kind of conversation. Amazing. I love it. You've got the poet, you've got the leaders, you've got the producers, you've got very inspirational people at your table. And let me just quickly go through here before we head out. Very nice. Will you travel after COVID? Are you coming to the States? Where are you going to go after after COVID is over? Where would you like to go? <laughs> well, I really hope to do conferences, you know, soon in the States. That will be amazing for me to translate the book. You know, New York is always amazing. So like, New York, Miami, L.A. So, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, I would love for you to come to New York. Usually you when you come to the States, you're in L.A. And that really upsets me because I'm like, why are you going to the other side of the country? Come here. But the last time you came, you did come here. So I will not hold it against you. Um, I'm so grateful that you came on the podcast tonight. You have been such a great inspiration and a great friend to me. And so I'm grateful. Uh, Special thanks to Ryko Theatricals. And if you like us, subscribe to our YouTube page so we can collect these Showtime coins. And also you can get us on Spotify when you're on the go. YouTube when you're chilling and you just want to watch us talk. Um, For more info, go to ryco.org and show us some love. Peace. And thank you so much, Francie. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you all the best and all the people connecting here. Like really just, you know, just do it. Just really, just really do it. Just go ahead and fulfill your dream. Love it. You got it. And you always have. (laughs) From Francis Garbelais to you. Bye. You've been listening to Behind the Table, a weekly podcast from the Ryko live streaming series produced by Ryko Theatricals. Everything you heard was recorded live on our social media at Ryko Theatricals. You can support this podcast by sharing us on social media, writing a great review, or donating at www.ryko.org support. Thanks for listening.